Welcome to The Cool Down Room with your host, Sky Upshaw, an F1 podcast where we talk all things formula. Welcome to a slightly new part of The Cool Down Room, which I like to call the warm-up room. This is where we specifically talk about the upcoming Grand Prix just before the Grand Prix weekend actually starts. This means that you can be informed with all the info that you need. That is all about the track, all about the drivers, everything that you guys need to know ready for the race, what to look out for, what the top speeds are, what the track is like, what the weather's going to be, what our predictions are as well. So without further ado, let's get into the warm-up of the Bahrain Grand Prix. Welcome back everybody. It is officially the first race weekend of 2024 and I'm so beyond excited to bring you guys all of the news for this season. I feel like the winter break was such a long period of time. Though it was nice to have a little bit of time away from F1, I've had enough. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the races, ready to get back into it, ready to start getting super deep into all the content ready for the season. In conclusion, I am ready. So as we all know, it is the first race weekend of the 2024 season. It's round one and we're heading to the Bahrain International Circuit in Sakir in Bahrain. So during this podcast today, I'm going to be bringing you everything that you need to know about the Bahrain International Circuit and everything you need to know ready for the weekend. So without further ado, let's get into all of the information. So just last week, we had all 20 cars and all 20 drivers on the Bahrain International Circuit for pre-season testing. And we had three days of testing that all seemed to go quite well. No major incidents with the cars, which was brilliant. And the teams seemed to gather a lot of information. We as viewers can't take the information too seriously because Honestly, all the cars are being treated differently. Some of them have more weight on them, you know, more fuel. Some of them have less fuel. They were using different tires. You don't know what the teams were testing. And so overall, you can't really take much away from it. This first race is going to be the first time that we see how the cars are reacting, which teams have got the car right, which teams are rivaling who, you know, who's going to be the top team this year, who's going to be the bottom team. I think coming from testing a little bit but just seeing how the teams are reacting I think Red Bull are going to come into this year pretty strong starting this weekend I think we're just going to see a pretty Red Bull dominant uh, next few weeks few months more so but anything could happen so we have to be ready for anything as I said many times already we're heading to the Bahrain International Circuit this circuit is in Sakir which is a place in the country of Bahrain It is round one of this season, so we have to expect anything. Something we will have to be ready for is the fact that this first race, the first Grand Prix, is being held on a Saturday, unlike the usual Sunday. This is due to the religious celebration of Ramadan, which starts this Sunday, and Bahrain do celebrate Ramadan, or most of them celebrate Ramadan, so they couldn't hold the race on the Sunday. So they had to move to Saturday. I want all you guys to remember as well that this moves on to the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix next weekend as well. So we have a second Saturday Grand Prix next week. This is just due to logistics of bringing all the teams, the cars and the freight over from Bahrain to Saudi Arabia. It's just a week in advance. So it will have another Saturday Grand Prix. This track is 5.412 kilometers long. There will be a total of 57 laps held on this Saturday. The total race distance this weekend is 302. Two kilometers. There's 15 turns at this track and it's a slight all-rounder. You've got long straights, sweeping turns and tight corners. 
This track also has three DRS zones in total with three separate detection zones as well. This means of course that we could have a fair amount of overtaking during the race. Sakir is practically in the middle of a desert so the track is super dry, super hot and sunny. That's why this race is a night race. The track will be lit up with hundreds of floodlights. It just looks so cool and it's much cooler for the drivers too. The weather forecast is that it's gonna be dry from Thursday through Saturday and the average air temperature is gonna be ranging from about 24 degrees Celsius down to about 18 degrees Celsius. And 74% of the lap is held at full throttle. This is also a very high braking track. So we could see hot brakes that need cooling down and we could have a more lockups than usual. So what about spectators and viewers of the Grand Prix? Last year, there was 99,500, so almost 100,000 spectators at the track. The circuit also features a very distinctive eight-story VIP tower. You will see this a lot throughout the weekend. It has a lot of TV coverage. It looks really cool. They light it right up. Uh, it's a pretty unique building. It's kind of like quite round kind of shape. According to the circuit's website, there are over 4,700 staff working at the circuit on Grand Prix weekend, including 1,800 police and security staff and 600 track marshals, along with 25 doctors. So they've got a big team working at the track this weekend. First F1 race at this circuit was held in 2004, and it was won by the one and only Michael Schumacher. He won that in his F2004 Ferrari. So this circuit actually has a different variety of layouts depending on the championship event. So for 2010, the organizers actually decided to use the endurance layout of the track to celebrate the F1's diamond anniversary. The extended track didn't go down well with the viewers along with the drivers and teams and it was never used again for F1. So similar to the Yaz Marina circuit in Abu Dhabi, the developers that created the Bahrain International Circuit basically started with a blank, very sandy canvas set in the middle of a literal desert. And an incredibly random fact about this track is that the tarmac of the track is made from imported grey whack, I, I don't know if I said that right, which is a type of aggregate, which is actually from Shropshire in England. So you could say it's a British track, although it is not, and it was designed by a German engineer and racing driver. So drivers have to contend with a fair amount of wind at this track. The track is flat and in the middle of a very vast desert, as I've said many times. So this means that the teams have to spend plenty of time setting the car up ready for the right conditions. Though it is dry and warm, the wind can be a, though it is dry and warm, the wind can affect the car a lot. So they have to find the right setup. Last year's results ended in Max Verstappen taking the win, Sergio Perez coming second, and Fernando Alonso taking third spot. The race last year was pretty good, but it didn't have anything too exciting happening, unlike 2020 when we actually had two Bahrain Grand Prix. This is actually because of COVID-19 pandemic. There was limited travel, and so the teams and the drivers couldn't travel to lots of different countries at one time, so they had to stay in some places longer than expected meaning we did have, in fact, two Grand Prix of Bahrain. The first Grand Prix there actually saw the headline of Roman Grosjean having that huge crash where he came away with pretty major burns to his hands and feet. That was a crazy crash. I remember seeing it live on TV and it was scary watching that. And then for the second Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton had actually tested positive for COVID. So 
George Russell took his place as the Mercedes uh, reserve driver. And he went on, I, you might remember this, where he went on to almost win the Grand Prix. And then with not many laps remaining, he ended up having to pit to change his tires. And the team ended up putting the wrong tires in the wrong spots. So something like front left on front right and then front right on front left. It was absolute chaos. He went from almost winning to ending the race in P9. It was a very sad race, but incredible to see such a young, unexperienced in F1 driver coming in and just taking and smashing the whole thing. It was crazy to see. I mean, even if you're not necessarily a George supporter, you had to appreciate him in that race because it was incredible what he did. Lewis also took a big toll from having COVID. He really suffered for months after that, even though he had, uh, you know, all of the vaccines and everything. He had a really rough time from that and it, it took him a while to get back to full fitness, I remember him saying. But yeah, it was a pretty crazy couple weekends uh, down in Bahrain. So I'm not sure we'll have that this weekend, but who knows? I personally really like the Bahrain track. I think it's full of a little bit of everything. You have a really fast straight where the drivers reach up to 326 kilometers per hour. And then you have some pretty tight corners with like a couple hairpins in there. And you actually have three DRS zones, which I think makes the whole race really exciting. It brings in more competition. You could have drivers on your back. You could be two seconds away from a driver at the start of the lap. And by the end, they are on your tail and ready to overtake you. So it adds a lot to the racing, I think. Because we're in a desert, it tends to have really good weather. A lot of sun, a lot of sunshine and warmth, which is quite nice. And I love the fact it's a night race. It's an awesome spectacle to watch. Uh, night racing I think it lights it all up it gives it all quite a lot of character and just to remind you of the schedule for this week weekend so the race is going to be held at 6 p.m track time so in in Bahrain on Saturday that is going to be 3 p.m in the UK on Saturday 4 p.m central European time on the Saturday and then the race will be at 10 a.m eastern time so like New York and Florida I also quickly wanted to add F1 is actually going to be racing in Bahrain until 2036. So we have 12 more years of racing at this circuit. As I said before, I do really enjoy the circuit and I completely understand why they've kept it in the calendar for so much longer. It's not only good for the start of the season, because of course I know Australia can also hold the kind of round one of the season. But it is just an all-rounder really and I know that the drivers really enjoy it. It does always bring something quite new. You know, you don't really know what to expect with this track. So I want to run through some like super quick facts about this track that I found out. So let's do this. Firstly, Lewis Hamilton holds the record for the most wins at the Bahrain Grand Prix. He has five wins in total. The last time he won it was in 2021. Lewis also shares the record for the most poles at Bahrain and he shares that with Sebastian Vettel and uh, they both have three poles each. In 2022, Charles Leclerc took Ferrari's seventh victory in Bahrain. In 2022, Charles Leclerc took Ferrari's seventh win in Bahrain. Ferrari also hold the most wins at this circuit as well. Bahrain is actually one of the few of the current F1 tracks which McLaren have never taken a win at. So we're really hoping for a McLaren win soon. Come on Lando, come on Oscar, like you can do this. I do think it's their year by the way. I really, really, really hope anyway and feel like this year could be the year we see either Lando Norris, 
hopefully, or Oscar Piacciari is standing on the top spot on that podium. We're hoping for it. Come on. Kimi Raikkonen stood on the podium eight times in total, but he never won a race there. And then lastly, the furthest back win was with Sergio Perez and he started fifth, but he became last at the end of the opening lap and then went on to win the race. So that was a pretty awesome thing for him going through all 20 of the drivers. So I hope that's informed you with everything you guys need to know about the Bahrain Grand Prix, the Bahrain International Circuit. Let me know what you guys are thinking for your predictions. I want to see you all over my social media dropping your predictions. As I've said, anything can happen. So thank you guys for listening and watching. Come back next week so we can have a full warm-up on the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. We can look at the track and the circuit and everything that you guys need to know. You will hear from me very soon. Bye.